Welcome back. It's been a little while since we uh, chatted with Jean Foy of the Massachusetts Public Interest Research Group in Weymouth, but she has been here before uh, to tell us about MassPerg and what it does and how it might be able to help you, and she's back. Hi, Jean. Good to see you again. Hi, Joe. Good to see you again, too. Thank ha you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy uh, I, st New I still wish people Happy New Year until at least the end of February. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe into June. <laughs> <laughs> That's mid-year. <laughs> um, it was a couple of years. It was, it was at least a couple of years ago, I think, that you were here. I was trying to think whether it was last year or the year before. It was the year before. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, so it's been a while. It's been a little while, so it's time. Okay. Yeah, it's time for an update. So, what is MassPerg, Gene? <laughs> okay. So, um, MassPerg um, Consumer Action Center, which is the office that I run in Weymouth, is a local consumer program that is funded by the Massachusetts Attorney General's Office, and we. Um, mediate complaints for that office. So if a consumer files a complaint with the Attorney General's office and it's a consumer type problem, um, home improvement, debt collection, retail, they will send it out to one of their 18 local consumer programs. Um, we handle the Quincy area, Weymouth, Rockland, all the way up to like Newton, Brookline. Oh, okay. um, and any complaint that you have that's consumer related, we would um, take a formal complaint we would reach out to the business. We would try to help you get your problem resolved so you don't have to go to small claims court. We also um, track complaints for the Attorney General's Office. So we're kind of like the eyes and ears in the local community to alert them when we see some issues. Mm -hmm. If there's a car dealer that's not honoring the used vehicle warranty law or a retailer that's not following um, you know, the defective goods laws, we alert the Attorney General's Office to those kind of bad practices or bad actors so that they can take mm. further action. Okay, all right. Uh, how long has the, the group been around, do you know, even just roughly? The local consumer program? Yeah. Oh. Um, I believe that it was established by Frank Bellotti. Oh, wow, um, okay. So would that be like the 80s? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so quite a while then. Yeah, yeah. quite a while. Um, so you're kind of like their eyes and ears out in the, in the community. At the, at, at the community level yeah. also, um, you know, they have a tremendous amount of complaints that they get there. Mm. So we're able to take some of the burden off of them and handle things more quickly than if they all just, you know, waited up there for yeah. someone to be able to make the time to, to get to them. Yeah. Is it successful, would you say? Is it, do you have a good yeah, track record? We, yeah, we do. Um, you know, personally, yeah. I don't keep those statistics, but we definitely resolve more than half of the complaints that we get. Um, it is a voluntary process, so um, if a business isn't interested in working with us or feels strongly that they don't need to do anything to accommodate the consumer or they want to have their dispute heard in small claims court, yep. then they may not work with us. But I'd say we're pretty successful. Mm -hmm. um, most businesses are willing to work with us to help resolve it because it's in everybody's best interest if you can resolve it without going to court. Right, right. So do you have a staff, Gene, that you send out or is it is it a staff of you? <laughs> um, I, I am full-time okay. in the office. I also have um, an assistant director who works part-time. Um, at the moment, it's just us. Wow. Uh, many of the offices use volunteers yep. and interns. Um, you know, each local consumer program is run differently, but we're able to handle our volume of cases um, with just the two of us right okay. now. Okay, all right, so you're based in Weymouth. Um, do people come to the office to, to have their complaints addressed, or how do they reach out to you? So most people find us through the Attorney General's office. Oh. They file the complaint okay. Attorney General's office, and then it gets referred to us. But we do get a lot of uh, people who hear about us from someone else, um, or maybe they've dealt with us before. You can come into the office, obviously, with COVID. Um, right. We kind of shut that down for a little bit. Yep. Most of what we do is by phone. It's always been set up to be kind of a, a call line where we 
do things by phone. Okay. If someone needs to come into the office, if someone wants to show us something, um, they're more than welcome, sure. obviously. Okay. Um, but it's quicker and more efficient to just kind of do it by telephone. Okay, and we're putting the number up on the website as yep, well, folks, yep. to get a hold of you. And so we are located in Weymouth in the um, Council on Aging building in Weymouth. Oh, okay. Um, so it is accessible for oh. people who want to come and see us. Okay, so that used to be the Whipple Senior Center. It is still, it still the Whipple Senior Center. Okay. Uh, it goes by all sorts of names. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, so we have uh, the 10 New Year's resolutions to prevent scams and protect your identity. And these are great um, for everybody, really. They yeah, they are. Get your credit report at least once a year is the number one recommendation. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, that's going to be your first tip off that maybe something's wrong or it's going to help you keep things clean. Um, we also suggest that you don't get it once a year, that you get it three times a year. There's three credit bureaus. We suggest you stagger it if you can yeah. um, to get one every four months so that you're keeping an eye on your credit throughout the year. Okay. But even just getting it once a year is excellent and you're entitled to get one free credit report from each of the credit bureaus um, a year for free okay so for free for free okay. so this is not your credit score this is no a report. It's, it's not your credit score okay. that's completely different right. um, and I think that I don't really get my credit score very often but a lot of credit card companies will provide it to you for free sure um, I think you have to pay for it if you want that next level information. Okay, um, so the website for the report is annualcreditreport.com. That's the only website, right? That's the only website, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can go directly to the three credit reporting bureaus and request it too. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I do have information that I can give people on that. It's available um, online to mm -hmm. lots of places. But you'd either go through annualcreditreport.com or you go directly to, to TransUnion. Experian or Equifax. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, and give them their information right. right through their website only. Right. Okay. Yes. What if there's a problem? Are you able to help them so with that? So there is um there is a form that comes with your credit report. If you see something on there that doesn't belong, you want to report it right away to the credit reporting agency, dispute it, um, they should remove it. So some of the things you want to look out for is an address on there that's not yours. Oh. Um, that could mean you're a victim of identity theft, mm. or it could mean that there's been some kind of credit mixing, just a, you know, an error that needs, to be, yeah, okay. that needs to be corrected. Um, if there's credit cards on there that you don't have, you definitely want to That's report problem. it. Yeah. So there, there's little, there could be red flags on there. Um, you want to pull it, make sure everything on there is right. Anything that's wrong, you want to dispute or fix. Okay. Yes. And the agency has a process for they disputing do. and fixing. They do. They okay. do. Yes. Yep. That, is that costly, do you know, to do the fix if, if necessary? Um, no, it's all free. Oh, it's all free. Um, it's, okay. Yeah, it's a free service. Um, sometimes if someone's having difficulty getting something removed, we'll also suggest that they go right to the person who's reporting it. So the credit reporting bureau they just investigate it. And so they'll reach out to, say, your credit card company that you're like, that's not my credit card company. Oh, okay. And they'll reach out to them. And if they say, yes, it is, um, it's, it's true information, it'll stay on your credit report. So sometimes you have to take that extra step okay. and reach out to the credit card company. To the actual company. Yeah, to okay. say, this isn't my debt, and you know, provide me with proof that it is my debt or remove it. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. All right, sounds tedious. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, and I will say, right? one of the things that like, we handle consumer complaints and and if it's a legitimate business um, if it's you know someone we can reach out to and talk to we can usually help you resolve it yeah um, or at least get you an answer why we can't help right. you resolve it yeah um, but we send out this 10 New Year's resolutions to prevent scams and protect your identity at the beginning of the year because the hardest things to resolve are the things that 
are being done by fraudsters, scammers, mm -hmm. um, not legitimate contractors. Um, you know, you can't resolve it if it's a criminal matter. So well, there's, there's no paper trail, right? Exactly. There, yeah. So so these tips are kind of like let's try to get ahead of that so yep. that you don't fall victim to these kind of things because. You know, if you run into a problem, it, it is a lot of work to yeah. try to fix that that identity theft or that scam. If so it can prevent be it before it happens. Prevent right? it before yeah. it happens. Yeah, great, that's great the tip. whole thing. Are you able to help with? Uh, there are legitimate uh, online-only companies also now. Of course, um, can you can you help with that as well? If there's a problem with an online-only oh, yeah. company. Oh yeah, yeah, we okay. we do hand online complaints all the time. In okay. fact, another good you know one upside of COVID is that a lot of people transition to being uh, more accessible online. Yes. So. You know, things I think resolve a little bit quicker when you're dealing with the online companies because they have a contact that you can reach out yep. to and you can kind of resolve those things. Okay. Um, yeah. And if we can't help and the company's based in a different state, sometimes we suggest you go to, say, the California Attorney General's office okay. if they're not being responsive to us. But we get a lot of online complaints. Sure. Yeah. And your service is, is free, right? It's a free service, yeah. yep. That's We're funded by the Attorney General's yeah, office. Yeah, it's already paid for. Yeah. You don't get charged for our assistance, yeah. Okay. Uh, be a better shredder. Be a better shredder. <laughs> That's a pretty obvious one, right? It, it is, yeah. but you know, you'd be surprised. Um, it's so, it's easy to find a cheap shredder mm -hmm. that you can have in your house. And after you pay your bill, if you're still doing paper things, shred it. Anything that has um, personal information, your name, your address. Um, people don't think about the pre-approved credit screening things. Um, those are pretty valuable, so you want to shred those. Okay. Even the labels on your prescription medication can have some personal identifying information on it. So anything, you know, that's got that, you want to shred it. Okay, good advice. Uh, be less social on social media. Yes. <laughs> this is huge. Really? Um, it is. Yeah. People go online and they just don't realize all the information that they're sharing on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, you put stuff out there, the names of your kids, mm. the town you live in. Um, your dog's name. Oftentimes uh, those things... Very innocuous things, right? You, but they sometimes are your password. Yeah. Or sometimes they're your, um, your what do you call it, the security question. Yes. Um, what was the name of your first dog? <laughs> it could be that one that you're right. posting all over Facebook right. with the name. And there are um, people that are looking for this stuff, right? That's their, that's their job is to try right. and to figure out who you are. Yeah. It is. And, and the other thing is there's a lot of, um, I don't know if you've ever got them, but like the Facebook quizzes where it's a fun thing to do with your friends. You know, how many times you were arrested? What's, what was the first car mm -hmm. you ever had? You don't know who generated that quiz. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's taking that information and keeping it and tracking it for whatever purposes. Okay. So, you know, don't do them. Just, they're not fun. Don't do them. <laughs> You're putting too much information about yourself out there online that you can't take back once okay. it's out there. Again, good advice, yes. But it's, it's so ubiquitous in our society, you don't even think about it anymore, you, don't. you know? But you don't. Um, give it a second thought. Is the, it could, is it the could open a door for a scammer to scam you, so, you know, avoid it. Along that same uh, line of thinking, create complex passwords. Now, this is a big this, one, right? This is a controversial one, right? It certainly is. Yeah. And, you know, how do you remember them and how do you right. keep them? Um, but you definitely want to have a fairly long password. Um, you want to you want to change it regularly um, and, it, and it can be just a simple change so like mm. one thing that that is recommended and does work well is to find a song or a phrase or something you like let's say Jack and Jill went up the hill and you just take the first letter of every one of those words Jack and Jill went up the hill and then maybe you put 
an exclamation point in somewhere. Okay. Or, and you can kind of keep the same formula, but differentiate it between... Change the case, yeah, lowercase, uppercase, yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. and, it's, and it's interesting because most people, if their password, when they use a password, it starts with a capital letter. Oh. So don't do that. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Don't reuse your passwords. Yeah. Um, definitely substitute, you know, um, the uh, a character for a letter. Yep. Um, just little things and, and make it a phrase. So let's say, you know, you have um, a password for your favorite coffee place. It could be something like, I love black coffee 2023. Okay. And drop some of the letters, drop all the vowels, do something, but it's a phrase you're going to remember. Write it down. Keep it someplace. I was just going to ask. Do you recommend one, keep it someplace safe? Someplace safe. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. You know, there's there's some controversy on that too, right? Don't store it on your computer. <laughs> that, don't store it on your computer. Although there are like password saving companies Managers, that some yeah. people vouch for. Yeah. Um, but if it's compromised. That's so, is your password. Yeah. <laughs> so is your password. So is your password. I'm old school. I write mine down and I keep it in a safe place. Yeah, yeah. I want to skip ahead because uh, something that goes along with that is the uh, two-factor. Uh, yes. Authentication, which is, I think that's a great, great uh, aspect. It of is safety. great, yeah. but it's a pain too, right? Well, you have um, to have a separate device with you, right? You do, yeah. or you have, or you, I mean, yeah, you can. No, normally you can choose where it goes. There's right. a couple of couple of ways to do it. You can um, have it text your cell phone. Yes. So then you probably need separate device if you're on your computer. You can have them send you an email. Okay. That just means you have to then go open your email and get it and, and put it in. To that, yeah. And then there are some. Um, a random generator code apps that you can download and then you just pull up that number that they sent you and it keeps circulating throughout the day. Okay. Um, so worth having to do that. Mm -hmm. It, If someone tries to access one of your email accounts or one of your banks, it's not, they're not going to be able to do it because the authentication is going to come to you and you're going to know and you're going to be like, wait a minute, I didn't do that. Right, yeah, so, so it stops dead and tracks highly, right there. Highly recommended, I even for your email. Yeah, it's interesting that Massperg has, has got these recommendations out because it's, it's not what we consider, um, I guess, a consumer issue, but it really is now, it right? It is, yeah. yeah. Do yeah, you I see a lot of this type of fraud? I, you do see it. Yeah. And, and again, it's heartbreaking because there's not really a lot you can do yeah. um, because it's a scammer. You, we're not going to be able to find that person. Um, and what we have, which, you know, is this booklet mm -hmm. that the FTC puts out oh, okay. on identity theft okay. and steps you can take for different kind of things. So if you were, if your social security number was stolen, what the steps you can take. It's okay. a step. So it's work. It's hard work to you know, rectify something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. once you've been compromised. That's available through your office? It's through our office okay. and through the FTC, and it's online at the FTC. Okay. Um, it's, a great, it's a great resource. Good tool, yeah. It is a good that tool. That you hope you never have to use, right? Right, <laughs> right. Um, old school, pick up your mail every day. <laughs> it, it is so old school. Right. And pay attention to your billing cycles mm -hmm. because that's going to be another first alert that you're the victim of identity theft. If someone has stolen your identity, um, you're maybe going to get a bill for somebody that you don't have a credit card with, or you're not going to get your credit card bill. Um, you got to pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like that first early warning sign. Yeah, like years you ago, start to add up quickly, right? Yeah. yeah. Years ago, years, years, years ago, mm -hmm. we got, I got a postcard in my mail saying the camera you ordered is ready to be picked up mm. at Sears. Mm -hmm. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we didn't order a camera. Yep. So I called Sears and they said, oh yeah, the camera's here for pickup. And um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come and talk to someone there. When we went to Sears to pick it up, 
the person who had somehow stolen our identity yeah. and ordered that camera had just picked it up and walked out with Is it. that right? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, you got to pay attention to those postcards, those mailings, everything. Yeah. Just watch your mail. Were you able to resolve that situation? Um, Sears was able okay. to give us our money back because it was clear fraud. Uh, okay. Um, and that's another thing with checking. You report it right away. You report it right away, um, then you're probably going to get it resolved yes. through the retail or, or credit card company. Don't let it wait. And you wouldn't Don't have known it. if you hadn't picked yes. up that postcard yes. in your mailbox, right? Right. So keep right. an eye on your mailbox. Yep. Okay. Um, mind your money. Mind so your are you money. talking cash, actual cash? Um, no, I'm talking oh. I'm talking credit cards again. Okay. Um, credit cards, banking statements. I can't tell you the number of complaints that I get from people who have been charged for an innocuous amount of money um, for 12 years that they didn't notice. Really? They didn't. They don't read their credit card statements. Oh. Um, like late, late fee? Or? No, I'm talking um, a service that they never signed oh. up for, or maybe one oh, like that a they subscription or yeah, something? or okay. maybe one that they signed up for and they never canceled. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. One they thought that they canceled, a health club membership that mm -hmm. they thought they canceled and they were billed for three years. Okay. Because they're not looking at their statements. You have to mind your money. Um, you also want to put an alert on any of your um, bank cards. Uh, credit cards that you know will notify you if there's like a transaction, a large transaction. Yes. That's another good tip yep. off. I got one um, last in December um, about a, a Starbucks purchase that I didn't make. Um, you know, I got it right away. I didn't make it. I reported it. The money was put back. Okay. So, all right. you know, mind your money. Get those notices. Know what's going on. Yeah. And the, all these notification services through these companies are usually free. They right? are free. Yeah. Yes, so they are. It yep. behooves you to take advantage of them. Yep. Uh, something very timely this time of year. Prepare and file your taxes ASAP. Although, there's a little bit of a change <laughs> to that this year. <laughs> I know. Um, although, I suspect that even though the IRS is asking people to... <laughs> hold back, yeah. um, there will be a fix for those people who didn't. So, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you can file an amendment if you have to. And yeah. the reason we suggest that is that, you know, again, it would be another alert to the fact that you were victimized because you're not going to be able to file your taxes if someone else filed it for you. In your name, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just, yeah, that one, that one I know it's on there. I still, I still recommend you do it as soon as possible. Okay, yeah, I, I think they'll be coming out with an answer soon. I think so too. Yeah, you know, yeah. as to whether or not our our state rebate was is taxable federally or not. That's the question, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there'll be a fix anyways if if you paid and you know, if you filed already, they'll 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 figure it if out. If they decide, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then some common scams we've already talked about, really, the, the bank, credit card, retail scams, the uh -huh. gift card grifters, that's a popular one, and the it online is. imposter agencies. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just want to stress, like, really strongly, don't assume that every text, every email you get is legitimate. Yeah. Um, don't ever click on a link from an unsolicited email or text. Don't call someone back who leaves a number. Um, you know, go to... Uh, your card or your statement, mm -hmm. get the correct number mm -hmm. and, and call it up. Again, years ago, I got a call from someone about um, a debt that wasn't paid and they leave the number, but I looked at my credit card, I called the company, it wasn't them, okay. they didn't call me. So, so you have to just, you know, pause and don't jump. Don't let somebody make you think, oh, I didn't order that TV and they're delivering it to another state. I better click on this link so that doesn't happen. Gotcha. You didn't order the TV. They're just trying to scare you into clicking that link. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Yeah. Verify through a verifiable source. <laughs> Good advice, Jean. Thanks so much for coming by. I really appreciate uh, it. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. We'll have you back. Okay. All Sounds right. good.